come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, where a movie review and talk show podcast that comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not. And our quest for total world domination. Hey, you can help us out with that by going over to wherever you found us, hitting that like or subscribe button. All of that stuff helps us rise through the algorithms to become the fastest growing podcast in the galaxy. These are the Internet Radio Superstars. Holly. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. I almost said Michaela. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It was on what? the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I was just like, that's not me. Because, Sean, you've already jumped to the next question. You've already jumped to the next <laughs> yeah, question. I think so. I don't know why. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's the order from the uh, it is. quarantine from, days. From a year of, yeah. yeah, yeah trying it was always to Holly, Michaela, Sean. So I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> I know my role. I'm I Michaela am, right now. I am Michaela. <laughs> well, speaking of which, who chose tonight's movie? Sean. Oh, fuck. I did it again. <laughs> Michaela chose tonight's movie. Michaela, what did we watch? We watched Shoot 'em Up. Ooh, Shoot 'em Up. From the year 2007. A magical year, we have determined it in is. Hollywood. It is a magic year. Mm. It is one of the good years. Please explain. No Country for Old Men. Zodiac. Yes. Zodiac. Yes. Uh, lots of others we've named in previous episodes. Um, Honestly, just Zodiac had me. The funny, the funny games remake. It, it, it is a good oh, year. Yeah. Like, it is, well, it is one of the best years in cinema. If you go back and look, it is like top to bottom a great year. It's like the next year. It's 1982 all over again. Yeah, right. well, yeah, yeah, it really is. That's what we got to figure out. There's like a magic year in each decade. Yep. And I think 2007 is the strong contender for the 2000 2010. Really? Yes. I think so. Well, yeah. All right. This I is also so. this is a very basic. This is the start of our journey into okay. this. All so right. as of right now, I think so. But we've talked about this before. Yeah. We, about how 2007 it, is a magic year. Was it 2017 that was a good one? Or was it 18? It was 17, right? 17 was amazing. 17 yeah. was a great year. Because so, 17 had Logan and Get Out and yeah. a, a bunch of other. That was the year that like we all had a really hard time narrowing down our top five list. Yeah. That was the year that by the time April rolled around i had seen like five movies already that were amazing yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I 17 that, yeah. was a good year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we will do more research 2007 all right okay. we'll do more research mm-hmm. but okay. there's a thing well, i would have thought it was yeah. 2003 but we'll have to circle back on that so why wait, wait, wait hold on what do you think well, from 2003? i'm a horror guy so that was like the year of the remake and like they started coming out with like all those but were they yeah, but it was also yeah. like the j horror invasion oh, yeah. and all that yeah. stuff it might have been the beginning of torture porn uh so <laughs> the uh, uh that's right it's a work in progress yes who's shoot him up directed by michael davis who is michael davis he's a guy that uh writes movies and then shops them around for years to decades to get them made and somehow ends up getting them made how uh, many of them yeah. are we talking about uh, i'm okay are you so talking he, about this movie that's how this movie got made but um he's a couple movies he's made that i don't like he tells me these are real movies. I've never seen them. <laughs> um, like 100 Girls, Eight Days a Week. Those are all movies he wrote and directed. Mm. Uh, he's only done one thing since Shoot 'em Up, mm. and that was in 2013. But otherwise, everything else, I'm like, I've never heard of this. Girl Fever. Oh, okay. So Shoot 'em Up is like an actual like movie movie. It's the only. By... I would say it's the only real movie he's made. Is <laughs> what he, I would say. Did he write this as yes, well? He like did. He, you said, yeah, he wrote he this wrote and this. shopped it yep. around for a mm-hmm. while. So he shopped it around for a long time and no one would bite. So he made like a short animated like film version of it. Yeah, animatics and, and shit. And Clive Owen was like, and he told Clive Owen, you know, I wrote this role specifically for you. You are my number one choice. 
I don't want to do it without you. And Clive Owen saw the animation and said, I'm in. There you go. And, there you uh, go. $40 million your, later, you got a movie. Get so. your star attached. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That'll yeah. sell the foreign rights. Well done, yeah. Clive. Well done. Well, and you know, this is part of my, uh, our second summer into blockbuster like bombs. And this sure. movie, $40 million budget. $26 million box office. Oh, and it only did $5 million its opening weekend and $12 million domestic. Oh, Overseas is what gave it its biggest when, box office. When was this released? I think it was a summer release. Yeah. Was it? I think so. Or maybe like a this? September release, I think. Okay. I remember yeah, seeing I remember. a lot of... I remember seeing the we ad had it campaign. The oh, yeah. When I worked there, I remember but that. But I remember no interest in seeing it. Yeah, because I think... There was a I ton think, of ads. ton of ads. But it was yeah. like... Uh, the, the way that I remember it, it was that it was kind of like... It's a big action movie, but it's got Clive Owen, who wasn't really like an action. But he was coming off of Children of Men, doing and, like, and that's City an action. I feel like, like this that, was right? like his time. Clive yeah, yeah is he is, an action guy? Here's the he thing. This is what I. I Paul Giamatti. Clive Owen is one of my favorite actors, <laughs> like of all time. <laughs> but I find his career to be confusing. It is. Uh, like it he is. does. He did dramas for a long time, and he was really good and really successful at that. And then I don't know if he wanted to make this pivot or Hollywood thought he should make this pivot. But yeah, it's like right around Children of Men and Sin City. Then he starts yeah. doing action movies, but they're not really successful because no one went and saw fucking Children of Men in theaters either. No. That movie was a financial failure as well. Yeah. And then he kind of went back to dramas after that. I remember seeing Derailed in theaters. Yeah. Remember that one? Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. yeah. With uh, Jennifer Aniston? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's completely out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, because it was like a big deal because it was her first movie in forever or something right, like exactly. that at that oh, point in time. And it was, like yeah. an, it was not in her wheelhouse. She right. usually does like romantic comedies, and this was like a, a drama, thriller, thriller action yeah. kind of movie. Yeah. I don't know why... Why don't American audiences buy into him as an action star? I, I, right. I think why he not? may be a little boring. Yeah. I think he's boring. <laughs> Honestly. I, I, but, but I is that the character Coming that he's from playing? Coming two men. Yeah. Just say I, that? Was, I would straight say, men. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I would say he's stoic. I wouldn't say he's boring. Okay. Stoic. Again, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not the biggest Clive Owen fan. I like certain things I've seen him in, but you're right. In watching this movie, I don't know... What Clive Owen would really be. like? I the, I don't know if this is a character, him acting like this is kind of a blank because dude it's, well, it's very close it's to, to the Sin City character. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's you know I feel like that's why he was cast in this. Yes, mm-hmm. is because like because he's almost playing the same kind of deadpan, doesn't react to anything. Right, you know nothing phases this guy. He's like that in Children of Men as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has <laughs> no is, reaction to anything in that movie, which is why I'm wondering: Is Clive Owen a good actor? Yeah, because he's going to I'm sorry, closer. how dare Have you seen Closer? Oh, oh my God. I haven't seen oh a lot God. of Clive yeah. Owen. You have this not seen, you have not lived till you've heard him get up in Julia Roberts' face and be like, you dumb fucking cunt. Like, <laughs> right in her face in Closer. Like, I mean, yeah. okay, I'm yeah. sold. I'll yeah. Close, there's a reason why he got fuck nominated off, for an Oscar. Fucked up slag. Yeah. He says that to Julia Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> I love that there's movie. There's a reason why he got nominated for an Oscar for that movie. But like, does he say it like Clive Owen? Yes, exactly. He does. Well, I might have a problem with that. I don't know. I don't know. I let's. I have no. Uh, I guess I have no His hard thoughts. Doesn't on, work on, on you. Huh? I mean, no. So the movie they were selling it on, like it's an action movie. It's action from beginning to end. You're going to see it because of that, right? But I remember at the time there was, and that's why I'm trying to remember what the movie was. But I think it was Smoke and Aces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And mm-hmm. when was Crank? And really, Crank was the hand. year before this. Okay. 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 That okay. Makes and that sense. plays yeah. into my theory. I think people didn't go see this because Crank was enough. I think people saw Crank and they were like, I'm good on that shit. And like, Crank, I, I don't particularly care for. I find it an exhausting movie and just not particularly enjoyable. But yet, 
this movie I feel differently about, and I don't know why, because I feel like they're the same I'll, tone. I was going to say, it feels like the same tone. Yeah, it's, it both. is very similar tone, but mm-hmm. I think I think American audiences were like, we only need one of these a decade, you yeah. know? like <laughs> Yeah, we don't need them often. Yeah. So like you yeah. can only have one unfriended or one hardcore yeah, yeah. Henry, you know, you right. need a whole bunch of yeah. these, and this was just, like... Yeah. But there, but this genre is still going on because it feels like the John Wick movies was basically like yep. the next yes. step, and now everybody's doing. They're still doing that, right? Yes. Which is basically we're going to stuff a movie from beginning to end with action scenes, pretty much nonstop, right? And we're still going to have like a plot and storyline taking place during action scenes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is yeah. the gist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crank being, I don't know if it's the first. But it's the first like it major was the first on the radar one. run. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I mean, I thought like uh, you know, going back to like the original First Blood was like that. You know, if that was like the first, we're gonna, you know, that movie just moves like from mm-hmm. beginning. Right. To end. But this is more. This uh, they're more kinetic and dependent yes. on action. This is more of the newer, uh, more fast cutting, like you yeah. said, dependent yeah. on action and mm-hmm. you know the kinetic energy to keep you going from one scene to the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, this, this one is- uses a lot of uh, the. There's not like a lot of score, right? This one uses a lot of like metal. Soundtrack. It is. Yeah. Soundtrack, it is this, yeah. Okay, is this a movie or is this a gun fu music video? Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if it comes down to that, I guess it's just how much fun you have with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But like. But it's, but it's what you want, though, isn't it? Like it's called shoot 'em yeah, up. Yeah, well, it's shoot 'em up. I suppose up. with that title, yeah. right? I mean, this is gonna be, we're gonna deliver. You know, it's Let, a shoot 'em up movie. Yeah. Let, I mean, I'll, what I what I thought of was I just came off of watching the new Mortal Kombat this weekend, mm. and this was a palate cleanser because uh, yeah. this gave me what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how would you feel if I told you this is the most divisive movie in the relationship with my husband? What? This is the. <laughs> All right, please explain. Uh, Story time. Uh, he 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 got to the carousel scene in this movie and said, "I'm out. I can't watch any more of this." Which is like ten minutes in, maybe fifteen minutes. What? And uh, I was like, "What?" He, and he was like, "Well, I just don't like gun fu movies." He was what? like, "He was like, if it's swords and shit, that's one thing." He was like, "But guns, I just don't like it." And I, when I told him I was going to bring this to the freak show, he was like, "Well, I won't be home when you guys are. Well, oh, I'm not going to watch it." Oh, and so wow. I said, "Okay, I'll wait till we come back, and then I'll bring it so you don't have to watch it." Mm-hmm. Damn. And then he was like, what are you bringing to me? I said, I'm finally bringing Shoot Him Up. And he was like, thank God I don't have to watch that movie and I can just sit at home and play video games. And I adore He what fucking he, hates this movie. Is he playing a Shoot Him Up video game? No, no, he's I'm not. just but, checking. Yeah, but I, I think, like, I think Clive Owen is the tipping point for everybody in this movie, though. I think, I think so. you either, like, it's just like an added level of delight or mm-hmm. not to this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think men are threatened by Clevo. <laughs> I think that that's a valid theory. <laughs> He's not in my world. Can you be threatened by someone in your world? Yeah, I think that's more it. He's like a, you know, when, watching this, I'm like... Something, say, a threatened, right? <laughs> something a threatened man would say. Yeah. That's what was I going was through like, head. you guys are just you know, proving my point. I, I initially <laughs> wanted to do a whole summer of Clive Owen movies, and now, no. I'm, now I'm thinking about doing yeah. it because... I, I'm seeing the reaction here. Oh, well, I'd say even if the guy is, because I guess this is where I'm trying to judge the performance, and I realize I'm going to say something here that's, uh, you know, uh, Chuck Norris and uh, Charles Bronson <laughs> had right. careers where they were robots, basically. Holly wow. Michaela just left the room. Wow. <laughs> so uh, Clive Owen is kind of like his performance in this is in that like genre. You're going to be mm-hmm. a tough guy in a movie where everything happens around you and you just kind of walk in and blast right. everything. Right. As far but as I know, Clive Owen, it's like. 
I don't know. There's something I feel like Chuck Norris could actually like, you know, kill me or Charles Bronson could probably kill <laughs> right. me. Clive Owen, like, like, that's not his thing. He's playing this, but in real life, he's not killing people like Chuck Norris. And right. Bronson. Chuck Norris. Do you think they're killing people in real life? The bodies, there are mounds. There are pits of Chuck Norris victims. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Seagal is right. Like I said, you guys have only seen, clearly only seen one one side of the Clive Owen coin, and that's the action side. Watch closer and tell me that guy's not a good fucking actor. I vouch for that movie. Yeah. Like, that movie, okay, that is a movie for me, like, I'm in a bad mental state if I'm choosing to watch that movie. Yeah. Like, if I'm, like, yeah. I'm in the mood to watch Closer, like, Michaela you should and keep I, an eye on me, Michaela you know? and I have actually, like, had text conversations about this. I'm like, she, she texted me one day, I was like, oh, I'm just watching Closer. She was like, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not doing good this week. And she's like, I can tell you're watching Closer. This, yeah. is, when, this is when you go back to, you're yeah, like, I just yeah. Oh, yeah, Everybody yeah. has those movies. When right? I feel, like, very jaded about the world, yeah. like, that's the movie I watch. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, Clive Owen, you're fucking right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's, and oh, he's a total, like, brute in that movie. Yeah. Like, a total brute. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned yeah. for our episode on Closer yeah. at some point. <laughs> I think there's a side podcast that's about to be right. spun off called, <laughs> called Closer. Yeah. Closer with Closer Helene to McKayler. Clive. <gasps> Closer, Closer to Clive! Closer to Clive! Yes! Uh, Trademark it! Somebody yeah. do it! <laughs> Trademark uh, 2021 Saturday Night Freak Show. And at the last episode, Clive Owen comes on. Yeah. Yes! That, I, that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't think he's doing anything. I mean, he's, he's doing terrible bit parts in Valerian. That's what he's doing yeah. now. That's oh, yeah, I saw that. I want better that. for him. Like, his career, I don't understand why it is where it is. Everyone says The Nick is a good show. I'm oh, yeah. never going to watch it. Sorry, I'm, I'm never going to watch Intruders it. Intruders is a bad movie. Nobody yeah. saw that. You don't nope. even know what nope. I'm about. Nope, I thought about bringing that, though. <laughs> I know what it is, but yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so uh, Paul Giamatti <laughs> is Paul also Giamatti. in the... Yes! Also, yeah, there we go. And another, another unlikely action, uh, you know, <laughs> casting. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's something you didn't know you wanted until you got it. Yeah. It's delightful. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. <laughs> and he's just... he's. He's going for it. I, I love, love that Paul Giamatti will go for I it. I love unhinged Paul Giamatti. Yeah. It's pretty great. It. He even went for it with the facial hair. Yes. It's- yeah, that was a purposeful thing. Sean, you asked that, and I thought that was interesting because when I was re- researching this movie, they said that like they decided on a comb over, and then they like purposely shaved his did they? Like, I- incorrectly. Okay. His protein incorrectly I was wondering because I'm like, that's a messed up beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. And like we were talking about the way he talks in this movie so that you only see his bottom teeth when he's talking is really weird to watch and unsettling. And does he have like an intercontinental like accent in this movie? Like he's more is that just me hearing shit? I thought mm, I heard I didn't him hear it. like like do a, it up a bit. He's more. always yelling. Like but, a transatlantic accent. Yeah, tra- yeah, that's what it sounded like kinda. Really? I, I think so, but this is, I mean, this is a, uh, a mustache-twirling Paul yeah, Giamatti. Like, yeah. That's your bad guy. Teeth gnashing, yeah, yeah. It could yeah. just been that he was just more pronounced, maybe. which is like the heart of trans- Transatlantic, right. so and I maybe think that's so. it, yeah. it. It was not unlike his performance in Big Fat Liar. You guys ever saw oh. that movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, he was blue in both movies, so. Yeah, but he was just like, he was screaming, vein-throbbing <laughs> in that whole movie, too, so. Yeah. So he's got the uh, the Gary Oldman part from like the professional or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, just gonna, pretty much. Yeah. Yep, yeah. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, he, and he. Well, we'll come back, I guess, to who these guys. And the other major player is uh, Monica Bellucci, mm-hmm. who I think is probably also not a box office draw, at least in this country, but may have helped overseas. That's, which is a big which star. Is a fucking shame. I know she's it's, wonderful. She like, is. 
like when she pops up and stuff, I'm always like, oh, nice to see you. Like, yeah. that's always my reaction to her. Yeah. Like, I thought she might save Spectre and I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while, <laughs> like you said, for her to become a Bond girl because it seems like she was a shoe in for. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's still married shame. to Vincent Cassell. I believe so. I think so. Wh- yeah. who, who is like. I don't want to say the European Clive Owen because Clive Owen is British, but like he is like he is like the European cinema Clive Owen. Like I could see basically. that. I like I like him. I like yeah. I like him more than Clive Owen, though. But yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they have the same kind of face shape, yeah. and it, see, they play a lot of similar roles too. Right. Where do we first see uh, Monica Bellucci? Because I remember her. She was one of the brides in Bram Stoker's Dracula, right. the first yeah. couple of movie. But yeah. it seems to me she was in like you know some foreign art films around that time and then yeah um i mean her and vincent cassell were in irreversible it, that's yeah. right i was but i never like that was a dvd i had and i was like why do i have this yeah. <laughs> i'm never gonna watch this again yeah i feel gross having it in my house yeah <laughs> yeah i also owned a copy and uh got rid of yep. it at one yeah. point uh-huh. it yeah. like, it's like, yeah. you feel like it's like one of those uh whatever it's the you know it, at, at first you like you book, like right? it because you're like I got this fucked up thing and yeah. then like yeah. after a while you're like, like why do I, I have, have this fucked up thing because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you yourself uh, uh, if you have it so you gotta get rid of that fucking um so yeah she was also you guys <laughs> seen uh, my soul I yeah, get rid of it. that's literally how I felt in it but I was also, but then I was like mm, I do like Vincent Cassell and I was like no 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 get rid of yeah. it get rid of it it's a well made good movie it is but yeah fucking hard to watch yeah. but difficult subject, subject matter. matter. Yeah. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brotherhood of the Wolf, they're mm-hmm. both in. Well, they've been both. They've been in, uh, I think, as a pair in a lot yeah. of movies. Um, okay, so the three of them. So what? who are these people and what are they doing in Shoot 'Em Up? Waiting for a bus. <laughs> All of them I mean, are waiting of. for a bus and then <laughs> shoot 'em yeah. up. Yeah. What a great intro for uh, for characters. I love this because um, it's it just starts. Like we get a little uh, Clive Owen is sitting on a bench eating a carrot, mm-hmm. stirring his coffee. Uh, a waitress or a woman in yellow comes by, uh, and pregnant, pregnant in pain. Yeah. Um, and he just silently. This is all happening just silently as he watches her go along. A car swerves around the corner and crashes, and then a guy with a gun gets out and starts to follow the woman. And that is our story. And Clive Owen decides he needs to get involved to save the woman. Yeah, reluctantly, yeah. right? Because that's the thing. He's like, "Fuck, this is. I have to do something." Yeah. Because you know this woman's going to be threatened by this guy with a gun. So he has to stand up and actually, this has ruined his night. This is his <laughs> career in the mid aughts is sa- reluctantly saving pregnant women. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what Clive Owen does in the mid 2000s. Uh, there you go. And this is after Children of Men. <laughs> yeah, it what? was. Um, did, he ever, he, did he ever say why he's waiting for the or where he's going? No. No, he no. has the point. It's they keep like, calling him a bum for because this is, <laughs> he's going to have like a, a mysterious backstory, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Smith. That's all we, Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does have a, a backstory that comes out later. But my question is, why does he eat the carrot? I mean, this is like a huge thing in the movie. He is always chomping on a carrot. Because Good for your eyesight. the r- dynamic is based on Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. That's really the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he cast Paul yeah, Giamatti. Yeah. Because he's your Elmer Fudd. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, now it makes so much sense. Now it makes all the sense <laughs> yeah. in the world. But, I was assuming it was like a Bugs Bunny thing, but yep, I'm like, so, wouldn't you go with Roadrunner? But okay. So the Bugs Bunny jokes, that was very strategic. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Yep. But also, he's a crack shot. He needs his eyes to be good that's to see the shoe. So he was, eats carrots. I thought it was like, it oh, because he's a he's a, like well, an ace shooter. And so. we see his bunker that he lives in. It's like the only thing he can grow to eat. Like, that's yeah. the only food we see in his bunker when we get yeah. to that point. 
That's yeah, he has like right, the yeah. hydroponic setup yeah. with growing yeah. carrots. Oh, carrots, yeah. lots of fiber, um, lots of fiber, too that's much, dangerous amount of fiber. Because <laughs> these are these are like big, literally carrots. cartoon carrots. Like yeah. they are gigantic, yeah. like perfect for snowman noses. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so Paul Giamatti is running like a crew of assassins who are trying to. So I mean, I mean, I guess we just like this is what's going on, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Paul Giamatti is working for a uh, chef. Shadowy organization mm-hmm. that is trying. To, oh, Jesus. Okay. Tamerson. Yeah. The gun manufacturer. Yes. Please give us a complete rundown of why and what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, there's this a senator who's against yes. gun control and he's dying of cancer, but nobody knows this. And so basically they're growing. Uh, well, they're stem cells. They're growing stem cells. Stem cells yeah. By having all these women who are in a. A pregnancy ward that's constructed above a heavy metal club <laughs> yep. uh, birthing babies and Paul Giamatti's crew figures out that the only way we can make sure that this guy doesn't become the next president of the United States is we kill all the donor babies. And so they yeah, go after- kill him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Just the babies. They go after uh, this guy was on a lot of coke when he wrote this, right? right? This is like, wow. <laughs> um, Stephen McHattie is also in this movie, mm-hmm. the great Canadian. He's kind of a cadaverous looking actor that you've seen yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. If you haven't seen Pontypool, mm-hmm. I recommend that one because that's almost like a one man show. He's a radio. That's a Canadian horror movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very few of those. So we got to celebrate him when we find him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But he was uh, the ma- gun manufacturer. He was Hammersmith. Yep. Okay, yeah. There you go. They had the dogs yeah, that yeah, he was Hammerson, yeah. very attached to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this movie's going to set us up like right away with an action sequence <laughs> in which Clive Owen is, you know, trying to save this woman mm-hmm. from, uh, well, there was a bit, even before you're like, she's given birth and there's dudes coming in through windows and hopping in through the doors and doing all this stuff. And Clive Owen's turn around and. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Colin just described the next hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> For an hour and a half. Uh, so and we're, scene. We're, so, we're, so we're talking about stunt work or technique or like uh, what visceral impact. And that's what the whole movie is going to be for the hour and a half. I mean, are you glossing over the I fact mean, that he's shooting up while delivering a baby? Yeah. I, well, I would say are, within are the first, like, or? what, three minutes, he shoves a carrot through a guy's throat? Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, the back out the back said, of his yeah. head. Like, with, that's the opening with scene. The yes. Better oh. eat your vegetables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, did you just Terminator to us right now? <laughs> well, I think you need that kind of... Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good hit like after, <laughs> after he said it, yeah. There should have been some, like, audio hit after he yeah. did it. That would have yeah. been good. Like, if, you know, it was a Rambo movie. Right. right? Bringing home a whole bunch of body bags. Uh, there's also a scene, which I was trying to remember what year Drive Angry came out. But I think, I think this it was, was later. Nine. Yeah, didn't drive angry. I was gonna say this. I feel like this movie is like a spiritual cousin to Drive Angry, and that's why I'm into it. (laughs) Okay, but there's a scene, there's a sex scene that That happens. It's almost exactly like Drive Angry. Yeah, but Drive Angry ups the ante by one because Drive Angry is 2011. 2011. Much so later. it saw shoot 'em up and decided to like we you know challenge those filmmakers to a duel. What if shoot 'em up but a cult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what Drive Angry said. So they made it for me, is what you're saying. But in shoot 'em up. We have Clive Owen having sex with Monica Bellucci as dudes are coming in through the windows. And, yeah. like, of course, he is able to, like, shoot all of them. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, because they're attached, manages to, uh, you know, uh, light her spark. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, <laughs> you get to see some Clive Owen ass, too. I saw some blurry 
Somebody blurred something out. There was some blur. I saw yeah. some blurriness. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I was actually slipped. surprised that uh, Monica Bellucci was still wearing her skirt during that entire scene mm-hmm. because I've seen her movies. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, she's got no problem with it. But Drive Angry had a scene where they upped the ante because Nicolas Cage was still wearing his sunglasses while screwing that one yeah, woman, right. and he was able to wasn't there a drink taser? whiskey at the same time? Yes, there was a there taser was. involved as well. Yeah, well, which was what sent her off. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, right. you got uh, yeah. Yep. Edge driving. I, yeah, I so brought both of these movies, yeah. so clearly okay. this checks uh, boxes. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, after uh, she gives birth, this woman, right, in in a, uh, in, yeah, because like it was a warehouse. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This was the mechanics playing where he gets on the grease and slides mm-hmm. through. There's a lot of sliding. A lot, a lot of sliding. Of, a lot of yeah. sliding, yeah. Whether like it, a penguin. Yeah. Whether it be on uh, oil, urine, or semen at some point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sliding in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clive Owen's just an oily guy, like, by nature or something. It's his coat. Everybody wears big black leather trench coats. Mm-hmm. Dusters everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like were they do. dusters? I don't know. This was he like- had a duster. I think that point where they're just like, I need fifty more men, and they show up and they're all wearing <laughs> they're the same all- leather jacket. It's like a uniform. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's the little details of this movie. Like right. they're taking all those elements from other action movies. It's like, well, all the henchmen. You, you don't care, and they all look the same anyway, so... They're basically the T-Birds. So now we're going uh, to dress them identically. I do like funny. the fourth wall breaking elements of this movie, like when Paul Giamatti's like, I'm not your typical crime boss. I do the dirty work myself. I funny. love that. Where he's like, dragging a body yeah. to the car, I'm like... Yeah, I love that he's good. like, yeah, I just yeah. don't sit back and let my henchmen right? do it. He's like, no, I'm down in it. Like, I love yes, that. That is nice. He's mm-hmm. a good boss. Yeah. But isn't he... His whole thing is that he's uh, constantly getting calls from his wife on the phone, mm-hmm. like, yep. so he's like a married guy with uh mm-hmm. you know but then the, but he's henpecked yeah henpecked boss of uh, all these uh assassins. even yeah even like major crime bosses you know they still got to deal with the same shit we do Colin. yeah, yeah that's what this they're people too about right yeah, yeah. 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 we don't have the same shit mm. we just I, some people kill people in the meantime i do like that during this this when he's helping this woman give birth that he cuts the umbilical cord by just shooting it off. That's like great. nothing like, it's like he too feels, small to be shot. He feels more comfortable doing things with guns than with his own hands. Yeah. Like like that's yeah. if he can do it with a gun, he'll take that out. I, every I time. appreciated like his effort. Like he's like seriously like at the base, like telling her to push. Like he was into yeah. it. He was really helping her deliver that baby. Yeah. Well, that's the whole it. thing of his character, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that he's supposedly this like stone cold killer or whatever. Well, the, about his backstory, which you'll have to fill us in on. But, you know, the fact that he's got like this baby, there's a humorous scene earlier on a bus where uh, because mom dies, she gets shot in the head. She mm-hmm. does not make it out of the uh, cacophony <laughs> of shooting. Was that the one that ended up with the big fuck you two sign on? The- yes. OK, you got to tell us about that. And Clive Owens, <laughs> uh, who is Clive Owens so character? They 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 escape out through this warehouse. They go onto a roof. This movie's just like endless warehouses. It yeah, seems like. But, um, and there's like something truck and tool is it's, it yeah like for fuck faulkner truck Faulkner and truck and tool like yeah. That. yeah yeah he shoots and like and like the the squad that like henchmen are behind the sign and shooting through the letters and he shoots it out so it says fuck you and then once clive owen jumps through the window with the baby which is wild uh Fantastic. and then paul giamatti comes up on the roof and he <laughs> he shoots it out so it says fuck you too and i was like <laughs> I feel like the first time I watched this movie, that was the moment I was like, all right, I'm sold. Like, yeah. Right, because like, we are watching a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Going, yeah. That's yeah. the tone of this movie. Yeah. And, you know, the Bugs right. Bunny references. Um, so who is Clive Owen? Why does he possess the supernatural ability to hit all of his targets from crazy, like, angles with both hands as he's jumping through things and sliding around on grease and... 
Well, isn't there a lot of speculation throughout the movie? Like, is he Black Ops? Is he the yeah. army? Is he this? This is true, because Paul Giamatti is slowly um, piecing everything together right. following Clive Owen right. about him. Because uh, Paul Giamatti was a was an FBI profiler at one well, point. Well, hold on. He corrected it, and he yeah. said, what did he say? Like, behavioral For- analyst? Behavioral forensics yeah. is what yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because the details matter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's the it's that great kind of relationship where you can tell Paul Giamatti like almost likes him, like he respects him, and he's like, I got to figure this guy he out. He likes the like, chase. He yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. He's I very, love that dynamic. He, he's kind of like one of those villains. It's like I found my match. Exactly. Like I found right. my equal. It's very you know, like yeah. Sherlock Moriarty. Like they kind of love hate each other. Right. Yeah. I, but it's also that Batman and Joker. I can't exist without you. Like yeah. if I don't have you, then I don't have a purpose. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. And he, that's, that's why Batman never kills the Joker because he wouldn't be Batman if he didn't have the Joker. Right? That's why he just locks him up because then he'll know escape and they can continue the dance all over again. Mm-hmm. So true. Read Batman and Philosophy. It's a great book. You'll learn <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. There you go. Um, but I mean, uh, uh, we get Clive Owen's backstory because Paul Giamatti is putting it all together. Um, what is what does he figure out? He figures out he was like he the, sold the guns. That his, yeah, there were these British like MI five agents or whatever who started manufacturing guns or somehow came over to the United States. Right, <laughs> he tracked his birth. He's just like <laughs> yeah. one of those guys was fucking around, and had a kid, kid. Yeah. right? So he's tracking him down through like his lineage. Meanwhile, Paul Giamatti is solving like little mysteries throughout. He's like as he's tracking him, he's just picking out different things. Like he was there. Mm-hmm. And he was here. And so he's... he's but uh, who sold the gun that killed Clive Owen's wife and kid? There's he that. did. Didn't... Clive Owen well, sold, Clive his own, sold, sold the yeah. guns yeah. and killed his own family. Yeah. Yeah. That was what they said in the interrogation scene. Yeah. The end where he's breaking his thumbs and his mm-hmm. fingers, he said. And then you found out the guns you sold killed your own wife and son. <laughs> yeah. What a twist. Yeah. yeah. So he's a broken man. That's why he's on a bus stop at mm-hmm. the yes. beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got nothing left to lose, Colin. That's, that's right. right. Except he's got a certain set of skills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the role Clive Owen should have. He should be the Liam Neeson of now. <laughs> yes. Instead of but Liam Neeson. About, but we love Liam Neeson. I know. But Liam Neeson is retiring. I hear the marksman might be the last one. So well, that, how many, how many of the movies. same movie does he need to make? You know, that's, he maybe is that's this fine. generation's Charles Bronson. He makes those he movies. Is. Those are Charles Bronson movies it's with so Liam It's so funny because he initially turned down playing James Bond because he didn't want to be an action star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the oh, Liam Neeson. Well, I mean, he gets to be an action star on his own accord now like yeah. according to his rules because if he was bond they'd be all like trying to control him as bond now he gets to do but he could have but his bond. movies are so much worse <laughs> his movies are so much worse yeah. than james bond movies but right? he's having fun. the commuter was fucking trash man like that what well, was, i kind of like that one. what was like good what was the plain one fast something was uh, <laughs> you're the only one who's seen that I, I think somebody dragged me to that movie but it wasn't too bad but yeah, i don't remember great. that one being bad either they were like you know you the watch gray, him and the you gray go, was like, bad you know what Oh, I love the great, but that, that's like a Liam different Neeson movie. movie. It's, gonna, it's gotta have come, we right? done. There's what, like, three Taken movies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. three Takens. I'm walking. Yeah. All right, let's. All right, after this, though, let's let's give it a break before we bring Liam Neeson action oh, after shoot him up. We need a little break. Yeah. Non-stop. Non-stop. No, that was, was that it. the Jodie Foster one? No, yeah. that was non-stop. that was one with Sean Bean. What was that? Oh, flight flight plan. plan. Yes, yeah. nonstop. Plan. Yes, that night- was it. <laughs> nonstop was his plane one. Yes. Wow, that's an hidden memory. Flight plan. Yeah. 
I remember the commercials for that one. Watch that movie because they play a little trick with Sean Bean, which is actually pretty fun. But I think that's the only thing, good thing about that movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tell me how Monica Bellucci figures into this movie. <laughs> she is a, a <laughs> lactating prostitute. So if you have that like, kink, you can. Visit. She specializes in baby fetish. Okay, so. but I wasn't sure because we first uh, how this works because we first meet her and she is servicing a client who is drinking. Uh, her breast milk. Yep. And then uh, I was From like, her okay, so then I'm like, well, then she must have uh, a child nearby or she recently had a child yeah. or something like that, which I guess is later addressed that she lost it. But I'm yeah. like, how long ago? Like, yeah. how long I, I think this is just like her superpower is, is what you got to <laughs> take away from this movie. Yeah. Because if you, yeah, if she's you, got bottles of the stuff all over the place. She, and yeah. Cribs like, in yeah. Describe this room, Colin. You know what, Sean, you don't get to call this out when you brought the baby. The baby. I don't want to hear anything from just, you when you brought want, the baby. I'd like describe the similar. This is like a velvet room. She's in. Like, right. But you brought a whole movie that was baby fetish. <laughs> <laughs> this is one scene in a mainstream I'm not movie. putting it down. I'm just saying. No, I want to know what was happening in that flash frame as we're going through the whorehouse and Clive yeah. Owen is trying to find. That like, was a that, Doctor Who fetish, that right? That was a Doctor Who thing. But I didn't see. What was yeah. the Doctor Who part? It's, it's I won't like know. Dark, but. Oh, there's a character in Doctor Who that is literally just flesh stretched out is on it? frame. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. That's what it that's was. That's a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. That's if you, what it looked like. If a you yeah. Google, stretched out. If you yeah. Google Doctor Who moisturize me, Here, I'll, I'll, I'll Google it so you guys can see it. No. 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 I won't. And you can't make me. I've seen that episode. So have I. Never connected it to like. Yeah. Oh, there's people who want it to be stretched out as. Big flap of skin on a wall. But it looked like the guy from Hot Shots Part 2 who yeah. gets shot into the wall. It's like, that's a hell of like a gun. Slither or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? That's yeah. exactly what that's, it is. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's what that's it was. That's what it is. It's pretty close. It's the character. Yeah. It's a, it I is. think her name was Cassandra or something skin. from Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. It's a amazing. wall of skin with a face on it. Yeah. You only see it for like a half second. But it's yeah. enough to be like, what the fuck? What was going on there? Right. Where's that movie? Stop the movie and rewind. Yeah. Anyway, because she's lactating. Uh, prostitute yes. mm-hmm. uh, Clive Owen figures well you know I gotta take this baby there there's a nice scene which this makes sense like this sure. is a good sense. move on in this part. world yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah makes because sense. I mean he doesn't know what to do he's on a bus right. and he sees another woman putting a little uh, hat on their baby <laughs> this was, I loved that so scene heartwarming. this is like the Terminator learning to love <laughs> yeah. 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 that was so cute <laughs> so he's like I'm gonna put my dirty sock out he of the takes kid's his head. sock but off. I love that the mom was like Good job. And yeah. she's like laughing. She's like, you're doing she good. She was like, you're trying. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. I'm like, that was on. really cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fun. know. Little moments like that. Right. Little loving moments like yeah. that. Right. Shoot them up or what we're here for. Right. Would you be like, how in the hell would Paul Giamatti find this character now? There's a city. We, do we know where this was filmed or where this takes place? I don't know where it was filmed, and I looked at the Wikipedia, and it didn't say where it takes place. It looks some parts look like L.A., some parts look like Canada. So I'll bet it's Canada. Yeah, oh, okay. I was like, it could be Detroit for all yeah. we know, or because yeah. we don't know, and they didn't spend any money on like establishing the city. Right, I'm guessing yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, but the uh, he is able to track them down because he issues an order, an edict, for his men to go out and find every lactating prostitute or mammary what. Every memory on tap. Yeah. Every memory yes. on tap, <laughs> which you apparently look up in a directory, and eventually that leads you to Monica Bellucci. They're bad guys. They have all this, because when you need to know it, it's there. They're doing their research. They have a database, Colin. Yeah. I think that's so. what the black I, yeah. market is, right? Yep. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody on the black the dark market. dark web. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a dark web shit. <laughs> that's a sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, does, does the mob have an administrative assistant? God, I hope so. Like, in. 
Like, can I have that job? Yeah, like, I'd be an administrative assistant to the to the mob. Yeah, I mean they have well, to, right? Somebody's got to do the books. Have you seen John Wick? There's like a whole room full of people that are. That's like, what I instantly thought of. Like, you know, if someone needs like a new stapler, they come to me, and the mob is like, "Oh, can you find a lactating prostitute?" Yeah, like, all right, I'm on. Yeah, it. Like, is that me? <laughs> no, you're like. Yeah. It's a good one you're the girl month. in the chair for the mob. Is what yeah, there you go. Holly, yeah. I feel like as long as you don't ask any questions, they won't care. So right? I mean, as long as no, you no, just no. be like, "Yeah, sure," you're right? the one who knows everything they do yeah. and they can trust you with it so she knows all the weird shit right. like, yeah. oh you guys need yeah. because oh, that's my neighborhood connect because yeah. that's part of my job yeah. Yeah. I know everyone's shit yeah. so she, and, but she gives all the bad guys shit because she, she's like the, the president's secretary from West Wing she's just like she's, she's an institution she's been there forever she knows all where all the bodies are buried like yeah. that's Holly's role yeah. I've never seen that, but I like it. Should, yeah. we, be, should, we, be yeah. Con- yeah. should we be copywriting this idea? Yes. I think so. Okay. Yes. Uh, 2021 20, Saturday Night Secretary to the Mob? Like, it's a sequel to Married to the Mob. Yeah, or the Mob Doctor. <laughs> as, uh, the Mob Secretary. But, but wasn't like... Holly and the Mob. It- copyright 2021 Saturday Night Freak Show. Yes. Wasn't Hotel Artemis, that movie no one saw, kind of that? I think so. It was like a, was it? It was like a hospital for... Assassins. Yeah, well, I thought Assassins it was like the, yeah. the Continental from John Wick that yes, just made yes. like a whole movie yeah, about Yeah, exactly. That. And no yeah. one went to see it. Yeah. No one. Yeah. And I remember seeing trailers and being like, who the fuck is this for? Like, Jodie Foster fans. Why are you shitting on my movie? But, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Day was in it, and that was the biggest draw for me. I was like, all oh, right. Charlie Day. Yeah. Um, well, what happens next in the plot? The uh, Clive Owen shows up to rescue. Clive Owen uh, shoots someone. Yeah, there's shootouts yeah. in, in right. bathrooms. Right, the bathroom or, shootout, yeah, yeah, oh, where we have uh, um, guns that are submerged in a, in a dirty toilet, yep. and he has, he has to, to dry, dry out, out in the dryer, piece the by dryer. piece, in the hand dryer. I like this because I like when he shoots it and he's just like it does it doesn't fire and so he's like oh I have to fight this guy off until I can dry the bullet dry Love the it. hammer on it <laughs> yeah. and then I can shoot yeah. it yeah. Like, it's just little stuff like that yeah. and while yeah. everything keeps going mm-hmm. while he's doing this stuff, which is fun. It yeah. is fun. Well, I mean, it's done at a rhythm that's like you know. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, cranked up to eleven, right? I mean, yes. yeah, this, oh, yeah. it does yeah. still have its like peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys, yes. but it's always ramping you up and then you know coming back down. Like, okay, just a yeah. In this scene, you're not going to shoot anybody, but you're going to spank a grown woman. Like things like that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To so be we that do get extra. our <laughs> <laughs> That woman. Oh God, I didn't think about that. That, that woman. I what, what a you lucky didn't think extra. Holly <laughs> <laughs> auditions for this. Like, oh, I'm going to be in a Clive Owen movie. It's like, yeah. ma'am, here is your role for the yeah, day. Clive Owen's going to come up. Thank you. And this is your scene yeah. and then holly just dies yeah that's a fucking lottery yeah. right there <laughs> yeah i i need like a full like documentary ma'am that you're supposed to be in distress yeah. when mr own is spanking you you're not supposed to be enjoying it i'm surprised we didn't invite her on saturday night freak show to get her take uh, right. uh but question about that scene because maybe i wasn't clear was he doing that as a distraction yes. or is just yes because okay. he said i'll make a distraction yeah. okay and yes. he saw an like, opportunity and it's just yeah. like he's you know i gotta go no, save this woman from let's live uh, in the world where Colin didn't see that, and he thinks that <laughs> he's just spanking a woman yeah. because she's spanking her kid. Yeah, right. because I mean, like, he saved a like, pregnant does, woman, then he's going to save this kid does, from a spanking. It does fit because you know we haven't really gone over it yet, but one of like the continuing plots of this movie is he's constantly saying, "You know what I hate?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I hate fucking drivers that don't use their blinkers." And he's constantly like correcting people. He right. has so a moral like, code in yeah. character for him to actually just stop and be like, "Hold on, pause the movie. I need to spank this woman to teach her a lesson." Yeah, like it does. It does work. It does work. But it just works with the distraction. This is all because he's like on right. Like yeah. prior to the movie, he was just kind of hanging out in this whatever blasted out warehouse. 
where he uh, uses a Rube Goldberg device involving a rat. I love this. I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's fantastic. He he pulls a brick out of the wall and there's like a cage with a rat in it. He grabs the rat, puts the brick back, pulls another brick out, puts the rat in. The rat goes through this Rube Goldberg contraption and unlocks the door. Yeah. And there's a carrot involved in that contraption too. Yeah. And and I, I saw that and I was like, what? Genius. Why is this in this movie? But then it does kind of pay off later a little bit. Genius. But and then you see he has this crazy pulley system in his bunker as well, with like you know pliers and shit clipped to the ends, and he mm-hmm. pulls them, and different things happen. And but that pays up at the, uh, at the end, end too. Yeah. Like this is just like part of his his character, right? Because right. he ends up bringing a bunch of booby traps later on right. to like ensnare all the bad guys, which is just pulling cords that. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the shootout sequence in his bunker might be my favorite in the movie, though. I I love him, like, sliding down the rolling belt mm-hmm. and then flipping around the bottom of it and shooting underneath it. Mm-hmm. And then I love the slide under the table and then the way the camera rotates when he pushes the table up and yeah. shoots over it. That, like, kind of full 180 rotation with the table, I yes. really, really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, so I, mean, I guess we're saying there's a lot of stunt work in this movie. Um, I don't know that anything kind of calls attention to itself as like a great feat of human. Um, you know why? Why? I thought about this too. There is not really any of that, like you were going to say, a great feat of human, like, um, uh, like being able to, uh, uh, yeah, do like a stunt. compared to like the raid or something right. where you're it's watching the, these guys from a distance yes. doing this, like Jesus it's Christ. The editing, the editing has cut out um, any chance of doing that because I think this movie is a success the way it is because of the quick editing. Because yeah. none of these stunts are seen in a long version. Like, they are all cut down to when he's sliding under the stalls, like that's like five cuts right there. When he's sliding across the roller um, thing, that's like. That's like five cuts. One of him jumping on. There's one, another shot of him like sliding midway. Another shot of him coming off. Never done in one take. I feel like that was of the time. I think so. I feel like this is is how action movies were in the mid aughts. Like, Frank is the same way. Right. And I think that's where they were going. It's an extension of like the Michael Bay, you know, what was the the famously Michael Bay, like, never had a shot that lasted more than like, what was it, three seconds? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we're gonna we're gonna make it really kinetic by just having these quick. It just keeps going. The camera's mm-hmm. always moving. Yeah. This is a movie that does that the entire way through. Right. Yeah. But my question is, I guess, in the effect of these kind of things, like if you see a movie, because I mean, like from a production standpoint, all the stuff we're saying is like it's five edits. You're saying I'm like that's five different camera shots. Yeah, you know that they had to do to take you know this one action. They had to set all this up, do it like five times, or at least see it from five different angles, and we're going to cut between it. Yeah. But does it um, does it take away, like, are you able to absorb the information to actually remember detail by detail what happened, or it's more about just the impact when you're watching it? It's like, we're hitting you with so much, it, it feels like it's really exciting, or... Does your brain just kind of go like, okay, I'm seeing a bunch of shit happen, and I know that, like, okay, that, you know, the guy went around and did the thing, but, like, later when you're thinking back, you're like, so what actually happened there? I feel like this movie's easier to follow than, like, a Transformers movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would agree. I I think because it's so focused on one person Mm -hmm. and one person's actions, it's pretty easy to follow, Mm -hmm. but, like, I think anything 2007 onward... 
lot more difficult to follow. Like those Transformers those movies, Liam it is Neeson just a mess movies. of shit, you know. <laughs> Um, I and never, nobody and right and John Wright does a pretty good, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never lost like the geography of where I was right, watching right, this movie, yeah. which is a problem you can get. When yeah. you, like you, well, said, you get you, that in Transformers, oh, right? When you just it is don't just know. metal and a mess <laughs> yeah. and dirt and sand, but you don't know where it. your character is at any moment. Like when you don't know where they started, where they're at, what's going on. I was able to like track this movie. Mm-hmm. I was able to track, like yeah. you said. I think it helps that we're with one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's clear enough. There's some moments where I'm just like. Eh, but other than that, I think mostly it pulls it off because mm-hmm. I was able to track him through the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think they did good. Mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, I think you're you're right, Sean, though. The editing is where like that all really comes together, like mm-hmm. especially the table scene, because that could have yes. looked really bad. Yeah. And it was very smooth, I thought. And yes. Yeah. In its movement. Yeah. Well, it's also doing a lot of like it, it does camera angles for maximum cool effect because there's a lot of shots of those kind of, you know, Clivo and driving in a car pointing the gun out and the camera's like at the end of the gun barrel yeah. looking back at him as he's like yep. you know driving by. yes i mean it's all shot for like maximum cool yes. you know yeah every shot could be a poster at this point it's yeah. like climo <laughs> yeah yeah i and like the, I mean, this is jumping around a little bit, but the carousel scene at the at the beginning when like he puts the baby on the carousel to like abandon it, and Holly's like, "Just take it to a fire station." Yeah, like you know, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't ask questions. Yeah, and uh, that the scene where he like shoots it with the handgun to get it spin around was actually done on MythBusters. Oh, was it? So yeah, they did it work. They did it with a handgun, and it wasn't enough force, so they just kept making the gun bigger until they got to like a rifle i think and a rifle was able to make it like spin slowly so you can make it spin but not as fast as he made yeah. it spin See, so. stuff like that like i forgot about that and i think about it and like oh that gives me joy because yeah. it's just yeah. a little baby sitting on a little little carousel thing yeah, and he's yeah. just shooting it to get it going and yeah. it's, well it's because paul giamatti is sitting there with a sniper rifle from the car oh, yeah, he's like gonna lady. shoot the- yeah hey somebody left a baby <laughs> worst actress <laughs> we've seen in a oh, while that, that, that line is purposeful, yeah, that, purposeful. Was, that was spectacular so good <laughs> she gets shot it's like oh yeah. so good they knew they knew what they were doing right yeah Oh, no. I mean, it's clearly like, you know, I mean, this is a calculated thing. But that's why I wonder is like the director hasn't worked again because he's like, that was my magnum opus. I think that this was his passion project. So I think like, I think he's like, I peaked. Yeah. Like, like, I got Clive Owen and Paul Giamatti in my dream project. You know, where do I go from here? And then nobody watched it because they're like, we saw Crank the year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, we're tired. We can't do this. You contributed, I guess, a movie to the, you know. This movie, yeah, has been forgotten to the sands of time. Like, no one, like, everyone remembers seeing the ads for this movie, but that is it. Like, oh, yeah, I never saw that movie. Yeah. Especially, like, it hit that tail end of, like, like, rental stores were going out of business mm-hmm. right at this time so it was a really no this, one's buying that on blu-ray <laughs> right this but this could have been a huge rental movie like had they been sustainable at this i, time, I you know? seriously just wonder if casting would have changed its fortunes but i mean does anybody remember well i don't know but Clive Owen was hot as fuck at this time I, like yeah, this is his peak was, of his career i'm just saying like uh, you know for its legacy like you know would it have done better than you know, now that we can say that, like, mm-hmm. well, clearly Clive Owen didn't help its fortunes. But I mean, would saying he's have, a good actor is, you know, but. But would anyone have thought that of Keanu with John Wick? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you would have been like, yeah, Keanu Reeves is going to lead this fucking assassin trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, on paper, that doesn't down, sound like it should work either. You right? know? And it time, does. But yeah. Keanu's was kind of yeah. like. He was doing knock, knock. Knock, knock for yeah. Yeah, Eli yeah. Roth <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. And it was like John Wick came around and like, okay, yeah. now Keanu Reeves, now we got Matrix, Matrix, Matrix Four. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, in if that's what John Wick did, then fuck you, John Wick. <laughs> but I don't have to watch it, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. We should talk about the plane scene and the subsequent scene after it. Right. Where he confronts the. I was gonna say you uh, have to describe these more because I'm like, there's so many scenes in this movie. Like the plane scene. <laughs> well, he did, he confr- scene. Uh, uh, Mr. Smith gets an audience with the oh, yeah. senator, right? Yep. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Clive Owens on a plane with the senator and takes him hostage, takes him to the bottom of the plane, strings him up so that the hatch can't be opened without pulling this guy's like head into the roof, which is. Delightful. It's pretty funny. Shoots him, therefore ending the chase. For- well, well, but he, we, we think he's the good guy at this point, the yeah. victim. But it turns out he's actually in cahoots with. Yep. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. he's in cahoots with Hammerson and with Paul Giamatti's character yeah. to like bre- breed bone marrow for him, basically. Right. Um, and so Clive Owen Weird, strings him up. Right? Yeah, I was yeah. actually trying to work that out. I'm like, well, why are they killing all these guys then? If he's like, you know, I want whatever. Yeah. Or all yep. the yeah. Ki- killing all the babies, but okay. Um, <laughs> Clive Owen strings him up so that the hatch can't be open. Shoots him, therefore ending. He thinks ending the the chase for the for the child of Monica Bellucci. He dives out of the plane, and all the henchmen come oh, after him, yes. and we get a glorious gunfu like wall and free fall. Yes, and James Bond eat your fucking heart out, man. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, I, I want to see I a James Tony Bond Stark movies. eat your heart out too yeah. for something like this. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, but this got me, this scene, because it is a gunfu scene set in, you know, dudes falling out of the sky, um, it brought up many physics questions for me, because I'm sure. like, how does a bullet work? Like, I'm going back to that <laughs> at this point. Like, if you're falling from a plane and you shoot down... Do you catch up with the Do bullet? Do you catch up with yeah. the bullet at some point? Yeah. Was this on is Mythbusters? I don't, I don't... This should have been on Mythbusters. also the, the force of, like, everything coming up and you're shooting down... I'm very curious. Well, especially right. because, like, I mean, I've never been skydiving, but you always see those videos of people, they're able to, like, meet up with each other in the air. Yeah. So, like, we know that's possible, but, yeah. like... Beyond that, I don't know what's fucking possible. Like, yeah. I I feel like you would have to catch up with your bullet eventually, right? I think so. Because, like, it can't well, but continuously... but gravity is still pulling it down. That's the thing. Yeah. But like, it's lighter it's than you are. Or whatever. Yeah, right. well, it, it, well, it eventually stopped the yeah. force going forward and just yeah. had to yeah. fall. Yeah. 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 It's like it had Let that... me break out my, my chalkboard and we'll... <laughs> Colin's going to figure it out right now. Morning. And if you have a machine gun, do you catch up with all those bullets? Yeah. <laughs> are you just getting hit with bullets as you're going down? I loved him using one of the people as a human shield. So not only were they, like, getting shot, but their parachute was also getting shot. Right. So, like, they're completely fucked. Opened it up into the dude. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there, I don't think anybody actually jumped out of a plane in that scene, right? No, all, like, no not at all. Yeah, so it was all CGI. It, they were all they did those like simulators where they yeah. like it's yeah. like a, a big fan, fan. yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they tell, did green screen in behind. But it's it, okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it, 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 it works well. Yeah, it fits it works the well. tone of the movie. I yes. suppose that's where you know it's not crazy. Yeah. Tom Cruise actually jumping out of fucking. But how would you even shoot something like that? How would you shoot an entire gun? Christopher Nolan would figure it out. Christopher Nolan would do it. And Tom Cruise (laughs) would figure it out. Christopher Nolan would do it. (laughs) They would. Crazy fuckers. Um, (laughs) I like that at one point we actually see the robot baby that they use throughout the movie. (laughs) I I love the fourth wall breaking of this movie. Oh, that's fantastic. That whole part was pretty good because, again, we get another car chase with Clive Owen. Because there's every kind of chase in this movie. Every kind of chase in this movie. And eventually his car gets flipped over. He's got the baby with him in the seat. He flips the car over, um, flips it back right up, and notices the baby isn't there. 
And so it's in the middle of the street, and now we're in the middle of, uh, like, a game of chicken. Like, who's going to get to the baby first? We've already seen Clive Owen pick up a gun and start shooting people. So they're racing for it. He picks the gun up off the road right. as he drives. Right, yeah. as yeah. he's driving. So he's going to do it with the baby now. Yeah. Um, and then Paul Giamatti is also there. Um, but Clive Owen doesn't get there. He loses, and the baby gets run over. Mm-hmm. It's a robot baby. <laughs> Which is great. Which was just the weirdest thing. because oh, uh, Yeah. Another yeah. little addition. Because it is the yeah. baby that we've been seeing throughout the movie. That's the yes. robot baby yeah. head. And Paul Giamatti's like, what the fuck is that? That's <laughs> sick. Like, that's great. He's like, you son of a bitch. How could you do that after everything that's happened? Robot baby. I love that the way they end the chicken fight, though, is that he shoots out his windshield, takes off his seatbelt, hits them head on, and flies into oh their van, yeah. and then shoots them all dead. Yeah. Like, wonderful. I fucking love it. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I don't think. He's always three steps ahead. Yeah. And I don't think. Has he been hit by a bullet yet at this point? Only in the skydiving scene. There's only time. Oh he yeah, he did. The skydiving scene was the first yeah. time he got hit with a yeah. bullet. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, this all culminates if I am remember remembering all the sequence <laughs> of this. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at the gun factory at the not Hammersmith. What was it? Hammerson. Hammerson fa- uh, factory. Um, mm-hmm. and he's and, got all the pulley guns. Yeah, and all he's right. blasting the living shit out of everybody. Yeah. The carrot gun too, where he sticks a carrot in the in the trigger. Part. I don't know. Well, because they torture, they <laughs> capture him at some point, right? He like oh, yeah. passes yeah, out yeah. from. I think after he lands mm-hmm. from the skydiving thing, and then yep. he's taken. You know, because that always happens in these movies. That's a prerequisite: is the bad guys get him and then you know torture them. Which right. I'm like, why aren't they just killing him? But only he knows where Monica Bellucci and the baby yes. right. are. Right. Which he's put her in a tank in the middle of a, a museum. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is where it. I know you're going to be safe. In this World War II tank. Um, so they break his fingers. Uh, one by know. one, yep. yeah. I really wanted him to hold up his hand and have them all bent to the side. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was hoping. He'd just be like, ah! <laughs> they were all just sideways. We know for sure it was one thumb and two middle fingers. That's what we saw. At least, yes. So... At least then, those. Yes. I thought they got his trigger fingers, too. Wasn't that like I think part they got, of the I think there, was they? A, yeah. there was a little bit of a, a jump. montage time lapse yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I think they got all his fingers. And then yeah. they decided to go for the scalpel. Yeah. Oh, to the eye, which mm-hmm. uh, yes. mercifully we don't get to see. It doesn't happen in this movie. But the idea being that now your uh, hero, who's a gunsmith uh, fighter, can't actually shoot a gun. Which is right? hilarious. Which can't oh shoot a gun. God. And possibly oh one of the God. best payoffs to this. A little bit later in the movie, because we're coming down to the end of it, and <laughs> Giamatti has been, how to describe this, uh, Clive Owen, all his fingers are broken, but he's still got a gun, and he takes all the bullets out, he puts them in his hand, he lines them up in his hand, and then he puts it in the fire so that they'll shoot Paul Giamatti, because he can't <laughs> do it with a gun. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to yeah. stick my hand in the fire, they'll heat up, they'll shoot Paul Giamatti all over, yeah. and then I will have beating the bad guy and it works i mean everything works in this movie it's fucking shoot him up but he shoots him (laughs) so but paul giamatti's not dead quite yet and they got to have that one final showdown but they're both injured but neither one can can lift up their they're like struggling so hard to just lift their guns and and the most pathetic shoot off it is when you realize what's happening (laughs) it's it's so so funny funny. (laughs) because after all this movie after an hour and a half of just 
balls-to-the-wall action. The final thing between two guys is they just got to stand five feet from each other and shoot each other, and they can't lift their guns. And it's just going so slow. Oh, it's hilarious. It's I, so funny. I love this juxtaposition, juxtaposition, too, of, like, this clear, like, obvious action star in Clive Owen. And then, like, Paul Giamatti, who's, like, this schlubby villain guy. But they're both, like, the playing field has been leveled yeah, between them two of, like, they're both can barely fucking raise their weapons. And I think they're doing that circle shot yeah. around them, like, that you see as they're both, Aah! How, I, like, I can't imagine them keeping a straight face while filming this. I know, right? <laughs> right? They have to be going, I can't believe I but get to do you this. You wouldn't call this movie a comedy, right? Even I, think though it's I, like yeah. a, I think it's an action It's an action movie, comedy. but it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. This is like a, I mean, because I like the genre of the deadpan comedy. Is this a deadpan comedy? Oh, for sure. Think of all the one-liners. Clive yeah. Owen says, looking right into the yeah. camera, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, oh, man. so we're saying it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, so. there's yeah. no way you watch this and not laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, purposely funny. meant to make you laugh. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't want to leave you in suspense. Clive Owen does survive. He wins. He does. He does. And the goes with him. He the shoots Paul Giamatti's me. heart out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. There's a giant hole in him. <laughs> with Sean, I was with you. I would have been totally okay with Paul Giamatti living through this movie. Like, right. I would have been, been okay totally with, fine it. with it. Where he just like comes back to life and he just does his Paul Giamatti laugh and that's yeah. the last we see of him. Right. But there you go. Yeah. We the had dog, our fun with The Paul dog Giamatti. goes with Clive Owen. They get on the bus mm-hmm. to wherever. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and the movie ends with uh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue, of course, which seems like that would be a better choice for the Crank soundtrack. Maybe it was. I'm pretty sure it was in there. <laughs> it had to be, sure right? It, it had to be. That's on the nose. That movie, that movie is on the nose, the movie, so I'm sure yeah. it's in there. Um, I mean, that, oh, that guitar riff in there? Ooh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The and soundtrack then, is great. It's wall fun. to wall in this yeah. movie. It's fun. It's fun. Crank is only called Crank because Speed was already taken. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not talking about crank, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, well. Woo! Any- <laughs> are you tired? I'm tired. Are yeah. you exhausted just from talking about yeah. this movie? Uh, okay, so um, we're going to tell you whether or not we like the movie personally. But first of all, we're going to go around the table. Or no, we're going to uh, summon our mailman, and he's going to uh, bring us our mail. His name's Igor. Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks. Oh, he's got a carrot. <laughs> Does Igor have a little like hydroponic carrot set up too? Uh, what does he put in there to make him grow? Or a little rat. Unlocking he's definitely system got rats. For the door. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got yeah. rats in him that do a system to keep his body moving. To tell yeah. the truth, inside is a rat. Yeah, there's still yeah. on a wheel keeping him going. <laughs> Guarantee it. They're running around in the brain. Is that yeah. a mouse? That's a mice, right? They're yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looks like they the hamster. F- a hamster. Yeah. Looks like the hamster fell off the wheel. <laughs> um, well, we should let uh, folks know how they can get a hold of us. So all you got to do is follow along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. You can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or follow along on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, MF Man, the keeper of the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall of Fame. Uh, sir. Hopefully we're putting carrots on the wall. We are putting someone on the wall for this movie. It's not the carrots, unfortunately. It. It's uh, the actor Julian Richings, who uh, oh. played uh, 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 Paul G. Marty's character, whose name Hurts, mm-hmm. uh, his driver. Who oh, we all recognized yeah. when we were watching the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was also the janitor in, in Urban, Urban Legend, Legend. Uh-huh. Yep. and he was Lore M 
in Man of Steel, one of the Kryptonians oh. at the beginning oh. of the movie. Sure. Well, you know, right. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And Death and Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which we have. Yeah, not I was going to say, has, has MF Man ever just put one on there just to fuck with us? She's like, this person is also on the wall. <laughs> um, Next week's going to be like, MF Man is on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's his wall. So. He gets, his wall he, yeah. He's got a little picture in the corner, and it just says, um, uh, moderated by yeah. yeah well mr richings uh your uh certificate is in the mail uh, about tonight's movie shoot em up ed snyder writes in and says i cannot wait to hear you guys talk about this one it's quite the underrated gem i'm actually covering this in july with my best friend on our show the film effect podcast i guess great podcast think alike shoot em up is definitely an overlooked masterpiece in my book uh it's the one with clive owen and a carrot what more do you need? Mm. Paul G. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad other people are just not like, what movie? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. it's nice to be like, yeah, I know what that movie is. Well, Robin Lineman Silverberg writes in and says, well, if we're branching off into more recent action movies, might I suggest Guns Akimbo? It's fun, uh, but pretty out yeah. there. After, yeah. yeah. After watching this, I'll, I'll give that a shot. That it's would be the one with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Harry it's on, Potter. It's on himself. my list. Yeah. I kind of want to watch that, too. That movie's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Whitaker writes in and says, this movie has no business being as good as it is. It does what a Punisher movie should do and somehow yeah. gets away with it. I'm also pretty sure Paul Giamatti and Clive Owen's dynamic was based off Bugs Bunny and Albert Fudd. This was the last movie I rented from Blockbuster Aww. before it went out of business, <laughs> and I still have it to this day. <laughs> Right? I'm pretty That's sure amazing. I still have uh, seven and a Zoolander DVDs still that, in the blockbuster that is box. Like, that is like the perfect time capsule of the yeah. end of that era. Yeah. Just couldn't return them. Uh, last week, we watched a movie called The Others. Uh, Travis Legler writes in and says, man, hearing you guys together in the same room has got to be one of the best signs of returning to normal from COVID that I've gotten this year. Aww. Thank you. Thanks. That's Thank so you. Sweet. We're back. I- we are uh, very high energy all the time now. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure we'll level out eventually, but you know. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Carney writes in and says, it might be blasphemy to say, but I think The Others is a much better film than The Sixth Sense. Yes, The Sixth Sense did it first, but The Others did it better. Never have I seen so much fog and atmosphere to spare in a movie. Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman's such a good actress. The Others is near the top of my favorite films list and the music. Especially the opening credits. So innocent and sad. I'm reading this wrong, but I'm sorry. Uh, Finally, Shatner, calm down. If you like the others, can I recommend Marrowbone? Oh. oh, I've never heard. Well, of now this. I'm going to check it. Yeah, out. now I'm going to check it out. I will say, I think when it comes to movies, I'd rather rewatch. I think I would go the others before the Sixth Sense in a rewatch. The Sixth Sense is a really good movie. It when you is. go back and watch it's really it, it's like it just you know. like it was such a cultural phenomenon for so long. I think we all got burnt out on it. Is the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was, it permeated everything for so long. I know because I was like the uh, the alternative guy back then. I was like, you know, there's this movie Stir of Echoes. Yeah, exactly. Came out exactly. And, you know, I like that yeah. one better. But mm-hmm. going back, it's like oh, the Sixth Sense really is a good movie. <laughs> uh, Grant, uh, sorry, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare was the movie we did before that. Grant pa- Grant Parrish said. Uh, about that the acropolis dream tunnels are the american version of the subspace dream routes we see in ramona flowers use in scott pilgrim you can't use rollerblades in the acropolis though damn frackers damn 
I choose to forget everything I know about Scott Pilgrim, so you I'll take your, your word for it. For that movie, <laughs> Colin and I are in solidarity. I do not like that movie. Good, oh my good. God. God. I do not right. like that movie. Well, my pick's coming up. I know it has like its defenders, but good grief. Uh, Artie sixty four one oh nine says this is my favorite sequel out of all the movies. Any chance you guys would ever review Wes Craven's Deadly Friend? The ending scared me to death when I was a kid. Don't tell us about the ending and. Well, now I'm interested. Well, is that the one where she's a robot? Yeah, the basketball. Yeah, um, that's on the list. She takes off. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I said that. I'm like, that's on the list. (laughs) I I almost brought that last year. Like it's it'll it'll come at some point. Well, Matthew Ola says, "I'm surprised you guys haven't covered Shocker yet." It's it's always been on the list. I've just never been like. Shocker! Again, I, I have, but it's been the thing. We it seems like we're always doing West Craven yeah, or does. West Craven adjacent movies. It yeah, does. we either we've, produce something yeah. we did. We've been on a streak of like for like, like three adjacent. years now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's you know he's a big influence. He yeah. did a lot. Yeah, yeah and did. we did uh, stuff my to soul to movies. take, we which did. I think on that episode we Ooh. said there's a lot of uh, thematic similarities <laughs> to Shocker, so that's why we, we need a little bit of time. Right. That was shockingly <laughs> unwatchable. Like, just you saying my soul to take t- took me back. You gotta go back and listen Ooh, to that Oh my god, uh, wow. So, uh, um, and Peter Gett wrote bird in. stuff. That's right. Bird the, the stuff. California, oh, yeah, the bird California stuff. California Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Peter Gett uh, wrote in and said, I rewatched Wes Craven's New Nightmare over the weekend. It wasn't as good as I remembered it, maybe, or I just wasn't in the right frame of mind, but I did have fun watching it. Oh, That's good. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for thank writing you. in. Uh, we hope you will again. And now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought of tonight's movie. And that was Shoot 'em Up, starting with Colin. Are we going to go like, should I felt like I should be like, Holly, what do you think? I know. I think like, we should do it in like, what, if, eyes well, actually, no, I, yeah, I would be first. You would be first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. <laughs> okay. We just got to like move seats around. So Colin's not going Next first. Next week, you and, would be first. You come after me. Then Holly. Oh, right. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> okay. Hey, Holly. Uh, shoot him up. Uh, what did you think? Because we're live. We're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I wasn't all that impressed with shoot him up. I uh, could tell. You were very quiet during <laughs> this movie. Well, I had seen it before, but yeah. it's, um, I'm not saying that I, I, I I'm it's not okay. saying I wouldn't it's recommend okay, it. Colin. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I might because it, I guess it comes off. It's a movie of technique to me. Right, uh, how a filmmaker is going to deliver a nonstop action uh, movie more than it is about you know what's actually going on because I think when uh, you know when I think maybe it was Sean what you were talking about like you know I'm wondering about like what you know how the uh, bullets are you know <laughs> the in, physics yeah the physics and I'm like oh that never even occurred to me because I'm watching how the filmmakers like shooting all this stuff so it could be I have like this the, you know put me into a layer of remove. Um, yeah. which that's not the movie's fault. It's just the way that I absorbed it. Um, so it was more about like how they did it. I really didn't care about like the characters and all this stuff. It was just kind of the plot was secondary to delivering this action spectacle, which it's like, okay, it delivered an action spectacle. Like you got a movie called shoot them up. It's going to give you lots of gunplay from beginning to end. But, um, because of the heavy reliance on um, comedy, 
Well, but that's a separate thing. Yeah, but that's a se- yeah. That to me was like okay. You know, I guess I, w- I personally I prefer the John Wick, uh, right. you know, variant of this. One of these days, I need to watch these John Wick movies. I know, right? So do I. Yeah. I, I would argue that John Wick is much slower in pace than the. Than well, this yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. But I, so I don't think it's comparable. I would say, like I think Crank is its contemporary. Okay, not John. I'll Wick. I'll give you that because you know, for what it's trying to be, you were. These these are the ones that were like absurd, mm-hmm. right? I don't think, yeah, and I don't think John Wick is absurd. I think John well, Wick is very right. grounded in comparison well, to this what? movie. Yeah, I, those in comparison are to this movie. Are, well, they're a, okay. They're, this, they must be absurd. John Wick takes three movies to do what this movie doesn't want. They take place in a world where every single person is an assassin. <laughs> they are absurd. And that's when I checked the fuck out of those movies. Okay. Is when it was like, See, oh, I homeless like, people. They're all assassins. They're not actually homeless. That's what that movie posits. So, yeah. All right. Give money to homeless people. Yeah, so, so it was. Uh, I guess maybe that you know I prefer that one over this one. You know that that take on it. You know as far as the comedy goes. But I think um, the. I mean, I guess I I go to these like action films to see like the stunt work, and it's there. I'm, I mean, I know that it's there, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's camouflaged and assisted. By a lot of digital trickery in this one. And so that's kind of like, well, I don't know. That doesn't appeal to me as much as like when I actually see, you know, like long shots of people doing stuff where it's like, that's dangerous. Right. Uh, he actually you know. did that two flips and then kicked that guy in the face. Yeah. yeah. But again, we're talking about technique uh, um, over experience. Experience is the movie is a roller coaster ride from beginning to end. I think if so, that's why I'm like, I'm saying all this, but I'm, I'm still going to recommend that you see it because. I think it is delivering exactly what the title says that it's going to give you, uh, which is one extended, you know, um, shoot them up. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Bravo. Yeah. You, Colin, you boiled it's it down. An, another, another movie is taking video game logic and applying it to like a feature film, but it's uh, better than watching your friend play a video game. At least I think so, but oh, turns yeah. out all the kids disagree with me. They would rather watch their friends play fucking video games. Kids are Twitch. fucking weird, too. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood. And they're <laughs> weird. <laughs> and that's how Colin answers. <laughs> Holly, what did you think um, about Shoot 'em Up? Well, now it, it, I just had this like total realization listening to you talk i understand now why you typically prefer movies that have a slow burn because you're actually sitting there analyzing the technique of everything and you need it to be slow so you can have a moment to like take it in and think about these things and it makes sense to me now why you like slower movies because i've just always been bewildered by that (laughs) 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 no offense so i can Um, get the technique and the movie at the same time without having to go back i understand now like you need it to be slower so you can take it all in because your mind is just doing things that mine's not doing mine is here for entertainment and fucking hell this was entertaining as shit i thought this movie was so much fun i had seen it when it when it first came out but you know that was so long ago I i didn't really remember much about it um, Unfortunately, that was 14 years ago. Oh, sweet! Because time is a bitch. Sweet wow. Jesus, no. Uh, yeah, this movie's fun. This, I mean, it gives you everything that you would expect from a movie like this, um, but then more because it's really funny. And I mean, yeah, some of it is stupid. Like there were a couple one-liners. I literally rolled my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, calm the fuck on. Like that's too much <laughs> for me. But a lot of it is really funny. Um, we all laughed out loud, and it's it's quick i mean it's a, it's a short movie but it, the pace is just out of this world quick it's it's so it's what i needed from this movie 
I enjoyed the hell of it. I really don't have anything like bad to say about it. There was nothing that took me out of this movie. Like, you know, even, even the highs and lows, sometimes I'll watch a movie like halfway through. I'm like, okay, it's slowing down a little bit. This one, I was with it beginning to end. It, it, it had me. So yeah, I think you're going to get everything you expect from this movie. I definitely recommend it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, it holds up. It's a good time. So yeah, for sure. Sean, what do you think? Um, if you told me, hey, we're going to sit down and watch an hour and a half movie that's just gunfights from start to finish, I would normally be like, I don't want to watch that <laughs> whatsoever. There's nothing more I, um, boring, more annoying to me than just a movie that just does shooting for no reason for an hour and a half. That's exactly what my husband thinks. That's and why I, he hates this movie. And I, I, I yeah. normally, and and I, I don't, that. right. I, feel his pain. <laughs> I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. It it's so boring to me. I don't feel like there's any, uh, um, you know, stuff like that. I feel like it's easier. It's easy if you just go in and shoot stuff up for an hour and a half and don't have anything else to either say or show or whatever you're doing. Um, so I mean, I wasn't exactly looking forward to watching Shoot 'Em Up tonight. There's a reason I didn't watch this when it first came out. Um, I didn't think it would. No one did. Right. It's okay. I, well, I didn't yeah. think it would like hold my interest. Like I thought I'd check out it really soon or at some point. Um, and boy, hot damn, was I surprised tonight! Like <laughs> hot damn, hot damn, like very surprised. Um, uh, I had fun with this, like start to finish. Like there was, a, I don't know what happened because so much happened in this movie. There was a certain point in the beginning of this where I was just like, I said out loud, "I'm in." Like I was all for it, and. Yeah, this movie's funny. I love, like, Paul Giamatti as a mustache-twirling bad guy. Yes. Yes. All Give day. me that. All um, day. I mean, Clive Owen, we've said what we felt about Clive Owen, and we'll just leave that <laughs> as it is. the first 20 minutes right. of this episode. So, right. Yeah, it really was. We went in-depth in Clive Owen on this. Our thoughts, feelings, and uh, and everything else. Does he have Instagram? I'm looking him up. Yeah, I, uh, you should, yeah. should be more invested in Clive Owen, I, I guess. Should. I should. Um, I'm, I'm too, no, I'm too invested. Maybe, yeah. That's the problem I have. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, surprisingly, like, fun. And it is different, because like we discussed stunt-wise and everything, they aren't going for the, we're going to just, it's going to happen, and we're going to capture it on camera in this one take, and we're just going to be awed by, you know, the skills of these people. It does rely more on, it relies more on editing, um, I think. That's that's the big thing. That's what puts this movie together, and that maybe sound like a dumb thing to say, because it's editing, but um, I think this movie is made in editing. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I think they were funny. Um, that fucking baby, like the, just the, the, the digital parts you see at certain points are just like, that's a digital baby head just put on there and it looks yeah. <laughs> not good. But again, it's all part of the flavor of this movie. Um, and man, that was a good flavor. Uh, I liked it. It's going to be like, uh, it'll be another year before I need to watch something like this. Like I got my yeah. quota. This is I all I need. Yeah, yeah. I got That's my what fix. the audience said. They said, we just had crank, right? We I don't need this yet. Maybe it is. I haven't watched a movie like this in a long time. So yeah. I saw it tonight. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, that got something that I didn't know I, I needed to like have sated. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I recommend you watch it only an hour and a half. Action shoot them up. 86 movie. minutes. I mean, that's great. <laughs> yeah. In and out. With credits. Yeah, and there's so amazing. much little fun shit in this movie, too. Like, yeah, I had a blast. I recommend it. Shoot them up. Go watch it. Michaela. 
I mean, I get a lot of mileage out of Clive Owen. We we talked about <laughs> yes, that before. Yeah. I want better for his career. I want him to be as ubiquitous you guys be as his he managers, was. I yeah, think? I like, feel like I could do a, I could do a better job than whoever's <laughs> doing it now because whoever's so doing it now is not doing a great Clive, job. You need someone who's going to care for you. Yeah, and that is us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is that is Fuka and Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That we is, got this. Yes. We got this. <laughs> like I need him to be as ubiquitous as he was in the mid aughts. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, you being the very obvious bad guy that shows up in the third act of Valerian is not cutting it for me. No. Like you deserve better than that. You shouldn't even be taking roles like that. See, this is this is, <laughs> is this is why you should hire. Us. Is that what's happening? You I guys, need to know. I you need guys to are know. like hype men right yeah, now. Yeah, like I, you deserve better. Like you had better. Why are you? Like I, I, everyone says the Nick is good. I don't know. I'm never going to watch it. I'm sh- I'll take your word for it. Whatever. I think you have to at this you know, point. You just um, proclaimed your love for Clive Owen <laughs> on this episode. Yeah. I think you have to watch. I'm going to look into it. I think this movie is a canon movie out of time. It is a canon movie out of time with a huge budget. Like, the, if this had been made in the 80s for half as much, everyone would love it. You know what I'm saying? I I think that, you know, if if what the sixth sense is to stir of echoes, I think Crank is to shoot him up. <laughs> like, I think Crank is the one that got all the attention, but shoot him up's the better movie. You know? Um, and you crankheads can come at me on that. I, I, you you know, fucking crankheads. You know, that movie has a, I mean, that got a sequel, so it's got a yeah. giant fan base. I think so, their fans should be called crankshafts. Crankshafts. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to go with. You but, can use that. I mean, that's either, it's uh, probably crankers. But right? didn't the crank guys go to make the John Wick movies, right? No, they ended up, uh, was that Neville Dean and Taylor? Yeah. They ended up with... Uh, no, didn't they do um, like Ghost Rider? Yeah, and Gamer. Uh, yeah, so, they, oh, yeah. Gamer is so bad. I, oh wow! Oh, I, oh no! I, I watched Gamer because Michael C. Hall is in it, and it is a fucking terrible. Fuck <laughs> oh, that movie! We is, hit a nerve. Oh my god! Like, like it's not even worth bringing to the freak show because it's so bad. Like, it's just, I fucking hate Sean, Gamer. Sean, you get that out of your Noted. head right now. You get that out of your head. Writing down everything. Yeah. Uh, anyways, if you're a crank person, that's fine. Crank's not for me. Don't try to convince me otherwise it's not my thing shoot em up's my thing i'll die in that fucking hill that shoot em up is a better movie than crank um and maybe that is because i love clive owen so much but also like paul giamatti you don't have a paul yeah. giamatti analog in crank there is no character like that in, that in those movies um and like statham and amy smart is not enough for a movie for me so get the <laughs> fuck out of here with your crank shit yeah. um i i mean this movie, I feel like, delivers on exactly what is it what it says it's going to be. I feel like it suffered from not only coming off of Crank, but, like, there was a lot of movies like this at the time that, like, if you just saw the trailers, were very interchangeable. Like, we talked about, sh- like, Smoke and Aces. Like, I don't remember. I know I've seen Smoke and Aces. Don't badmouth Smoke and Aces. No, that's my remember. movie. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> I know Alicia Keys is in it. That's all I remember about yep, it. Yep. Tom Berenger is in Affleck. it. No. Ben Affleck? One of the ben Affleck, Affleck is in it. Yeah. Chris yeah. Pine's in it. Like Tom Berenger's in it, in it right? Yeah. There's a lot of people Tom in it. Tom Berenger in it? No. D- see, we don't remember anything No, Ray, no Ray Liotta's so. in it. Yeah. And so is Ryan Reynolds. Um, I did actually like Smoking Ace. Smoking Ace is good. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember anything about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> From the director of The Gray. That's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. You know, I think Rock and Roll was around this same time as well, which I really like. This was just a weird subgenre that kind of came out of nowhere. But... I think this is the overlooked one. And I feel like people think they know from the poster what this movie is. And you're kind of right. But but you should still watch it. I think there's too much ugly of that mid-aughts like, green filter on this movie. I wish they would dial that back a little bit and just kind of like... Like, why can't yeah. I get a movie like this that's like neon colors? Mm. You know? Yeah. Why does it have to be so Atomic washed blonde. out? I mean, that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's so high contrast and washed out. And I just, like... 
it's very of that time. They forgot you, you know? could use colors. Yeah, like they, yeah. They're like, we have... We have it's brown lamp. or green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the 90s was like, we're going to go Seven all nearly black and white. Yeah. 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 And this this is like, it's too much in this movie. So I really wish that they would fix that. If they came out and said, we're going to do shoot em up in black and white and re-release it in theaters, I'd be the fucking first one there to go watch that shit. Um, but I think you guys see it. It's a lot of fun. It's stupid. It's funny. It's... It's like I said, it's a canon movie out of time. So go watch, shoot him up. Definitely recommend it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that is, a, yeah, that is a freak show approved movie. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, with a with a grimace. Well, from because Colin. I was Colin like, was ha- I'm like, I know what I'm. I picked for next week, and now I'm like, God damn it! I, this is uh, like so on the nose. So pick it. So pick something else. Don't I can't. I think I know what you picked. We're actually week, watching a canon movie. What, what did I pick? Oh no, never mind. Ooh, no, I'm down for. Oh, yeah. I'm always down for a canon no, movie. No, you're not. Like- you're not going to appreciate this <laughs> at all because we're going for like the canon brand that it was actually known for. We're watching Death Wish 3 Ooh, on right. the Saturday Night right. Freak Show. So that's next week. Uh, we right. hope you'll join us for that. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark. <laughs>